Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Welcome, everyone, to a very exciting episode of Potato Thumbs Podcast. Why is it exciting? Well, here to tell you everything is Admiral Nips. Well, we uh, finally allowed for the clearly the star of Distinguished Gentleman Podcast to get out on his own and join us. Uh, I imagine it's much like, I don't know, let's say John Lennon going solo. Uh, so our guest this evening is uh, none other than Stu Gatso. Stu, how's it going? I'm I'm at a loss for words here, fellas. That is one hell of an introduction. <laughs> John fucking Lennon? Nice. I know, dude. I was thinking more like when Millie Vanilli went solo, but... Um... There were two guys in Millie Vanilli. One was Millie, one was Vanilli. No one went solo. And neither one of them, neither one of them could actually sing. That's the best part. <laughs> but I think, I think it was one guy who did the singing for them, wasn't it? Like Millie no Vanilli idea. was two guys, but wasn't it like one guy that did the singing for him? Uh, sure, I guess. So maybe Stu is that secret singer. I'm, I am I am a lot of things, but that is not one of the things I am. Oh, man. Well, welcome to uh, episode 83 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. Uh, we're going to have some fun tonight, and uh, I think we'll probably start with, uh, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. So, so Stu, how does it <laughs> feel? I'm here tonight. How does it, <laughs> how does it feel? To only be runner-up for Canadian Content Creator of the Year 2018. Well, I got to be honest. Uh, I, I thought I had it in the bag when I heard the nominees. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I was blown away when I when I didn't win. But uh, knowing the deserving Canadian that they gave it to, it, it's, uh, you know, can't complain with the results. I, I was also shocked, man. I, um... I thought that you had it. I really did. It was really, it really came out of left field when they gave it to me. Um, well, to to be fair, I would say that Minnesota is closer to what people think of Canada than Toronto would be. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you know, I'm from Toronto. It's it's Canada, but it's you know we're special. It's like the New York of Canada, right? Anything that's the something of something else is not the anything of that. <laughs> That's just how it is. When people are like, "Oh yeah, that's like, that's like the Paris of the Midwest." You're like, "No, that's that's fucking not." Not at all. wait. What's the Paris, Paris of the Midwest? I have no idea. Is I have Madison. Akron because it smells like shit. It's Akron. Oh shit. Um. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you're like. So like uh you're like southern Canada though. Is that is that does Canada work like the United there's States? No, like southern no Canada is like no. southern America? <laughs> no, not at all. Actually it you can look up the stat. Um I, I wanna say it's something like eighty percent of the population of Canada is within a two hundred mile distance of the border to the States. It's yeah. all southern Canada. Like the northern part is fucking ice and polar bears and dog sleds and shit. Like being a few hours south of the border, 
I could uh, believe that because uh, when you get close to the border, dude, those temperatures in the winter, like fuck that noise, man. It's uh, well, what's 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 north of you guys? It's like, what province is there? Is it like Manitoba or Saskatchewan or? It doesn't matter. They're both fucking loser provinces. Who gives a shit? Um, Nips, I'm I'm really hoping that you'll uh you'll uh vent here and uh like, buy us some time while I look no, up. It's like Western Ontario, yeah, uh, Winnipeg, and, and then Winnipeg, yeah. Win- Winnipeg is not in Ontario. That's Manitoba. No, 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 no. Saying, good name. He was saying like province. Ontario, and I was saying also Winnipeg. Right. It's yeah. sort of splitting the difference between. Okay. Across right. our two states. Yeah, I would say, like, M- Minneapolis is, like, right in the middle of Winnipeg and Thunder Bay. That sounds fucking horrible. I'm really <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Okay. Geography Thumbs Podcast. This is Geography Thumbs Podcast, where <laughs> we look up everything on Google Maps before we answer it. Um, well, no, while we answer it, not before. Yeah, that is true. It was. Vamp well, harder. I mean, technically, we looked at it a few <laughs> seconds before we actually said anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Stu, have you been in the Toronto area your whole life? Yeah. I think yeah, I said yeah, it right yeah. there, too, right? I didn't. I don't think you I did. included the last T. It's uh, like Hunter. <laughs> you, don't say, you don't say the T. You just go Hunter. Um. Have you have you always been like near the city, or were they, like you out in the burbs, or? I have lived in the suburbs, but I've worked in the downtown core for the last decade ish. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it's a big place. It's uh, it's home. I would probably live somewhere else for a job, but I would always, I would always have a house here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is this is where I'm gonna live forever. I love it. That's cool, man. My my wife does like really want to go out there, and I I do too. It seems like a, it seems like a cool city from everything I've heard. So and it's uh it's not too far of a trip from where I am. Well, come Maybe over, buddy. We're finishing the basement. You can. Uh... <laughs> no, no, you can't stay here. You can find a hotel close by. That'll be great. It'd be awesome. But I wish I had Stu's ability to tell Fluffy to find a hotel. <laughs> and I keep inviting him into my house and regretting it immediately afterwards. Yeah, I'm just the worst. I'm the worst guest. <laughs> I can I can see the conversation with my wife. And it's like, listen, I got this internet buddy that uh, he's coming over and he's going to stay at our house. She's going to be like, no. <laughs> oh, dude. When we went out to, uh, when we went out to visit Chuck, um, you know, he has a, he has a kiddo. And uh, the grandparents are like, so these people that you never met are going to come and stay at the house where my granddaughter sleeps. And you're okay with this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. They did drop the kiddo off at the grandparents for one of the nights. One of the nights, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, uh. Actually, I enjoy when Fluffy comes and visits because he has the tendency to lay out all of his stuff, and then my cat promptly lays on top of it, mm-hmm. uh, knowing full well that Fluffy's allergic to said cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. I love your cat. <laughs> he's just a complete asshole. There are five people well, in the a, house, he's a, and like, he's a cat. ignores everybody but Fluffy, the one person who's allergic to them. I'm like I'm good for like the first day. It's like once I get into the second and third and fourth day, that's when like the dander and the dust really like starts to make me look like I'm stoned twenty four seven. And 
allergies and everything else, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, including the people who were at my house, 24-7 was probably not an inaccurate number. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, speaking of animals, I got to see a puppy today. Oh, uh, yeah? My, uh, so when my, my parents got divorced when I was young, and then they got re- they both got remarried, and uh, my dad had another kid. So I have two sisters, but one of my sisters is 23. So there's quite a, there's like a 15, 16 year gap between us. And um, she brought home a brand new puppy. Well, not brand new. She's had it for about a month, but no one knew about it until she came home this weekend uh, from college. And dude, she like struck the lotto on this dog, man. Like I was super. uh, What kind of dog? It's a, it's like a border collie, Australian, um, Australian shepherd and great Pyrenees mix. So like. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's black and white. Um, it's got a nice coat. Um, super smart though. Like the temperament yeah, it's of be a smart dog for sure. Yeah, dude. And the temperament of that dog was amazing. Like I, I was like, I can't believe this dog is four months old. Like this, this is a really cool dog. And it wasn't, it wasn't being calm because it was stupid. Like you can tell. Like when you're a dog person, you can tell like what they're noticing and how they're acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Granted, my sister is going to school to be a vet, and she works at a doggy daycare, so she's very hands-on with animals, um, and she gets to bring the dog to work, and so she has these benefits that not everyone her age would have, but she already had it. At four months, this dog can sit, it lays down, and then when she would, like, whistle, it would, from wherever it was, it would just come to her, like, like you would expect a, a two-, three-, four-year-old dog well, to, like, be reliable doing yeah, it was su- and it was super good with my girls and my girls were being crazy, dude. So, yeah, it was fun. That sounds awesome. I left. Uh, I left wanting to buy a third dog. Yeah, we've. Um, so my wife and I, we've been obviously talking more and more about this stuff because our our little guy, he's he's eleven and he's not in terrible condition, but he's you know. He's nope. a senior citizen dog. He's not. Uh, he's not in the best of health these days, and we're about to have a baby in a couple months. And you know, we talk about when's the right time and shit because we are. We're 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 getting there with Luigi. He's he's almost done, and and she's like sending me pictures of these puppies and stuff, and I feel kind of guilty even looking at them still. Yeah. So we made this decision. We're like, we're not going to talk about it or or look at anything until you know until we have to make that decision with him and. And even then, she's like, I don't know if we're going to get one right away because, you know, the baby and everything and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, bullshit. You know, like, I love this dog to death, but I can't see myself waiting more than a month before we have another dog in here. Just yeah. even the way even the way our daughter is now with with Louie, it's like she loves dogs. Like she she's chicken shit about so many things. She's afraid of like. You know, hand dryers in a public bathroom? Mm-hmm. She's afraid of those things, but she'll go up to, like, the biggest, meanest looking dog. And she's like, oh, hi, puppy. She just loves dogs so much. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's just, it's weird looking at puppies when, you're, when your old dog is sitting right there, you know? I couldn't do it to him. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. I um, Mine are both seniors, too. Mine, mine are 13 and 11, so... 
yeah, man, like, my girl dog, like, she's starting to go blind. Like, you can see her cataracts getting worse and worse. Like, a year or two ago, it was just, like, if the sun hit her eyes right, you could see that little bit of cataracts, like, across her eyes and now Mm -hmm. like every Mm -hmm. time she looks at me like i can see it in her eyes and i'm like oh you poor baby like that's gotta suck so yeah and nips you have a senior dog too man yeah he's uh he's gonna be 14 this summer uh he's had a rough couple of days so uh (laughs) this conversation is uh on topic right now because he's been like panting and restless for a couple hours each of the last two days enough today that i called the vet and by the time the vet called me back he had laid down at my feet and was fine again and has been fine ever since so who knows but he's going in on monday to get a look at because you know he's he's a 14 year old dog yeah (laughs) right he's he's 14 and he's 80 pounds and you know big dogs (laughs) age worse than little dogs too Oh, for sure man and uh yeah so but my coworkers at work have had for the past uh, year a slack channel called dogs for rob where they've been trying to convince me to get a puppy <laughs> for a year straight <laughs> um, it's funny there's like all of these are slack there must be like 140 slack channels in our company slack and somebody popped in a couple of weeks ago and it's like yeah, I had to see what was this channel because I was looking through the most popular uh, Slack channels at the company, and this was like 13th most active of the public chat t- channels. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's just everybody in the company going to all the uh, local humane societies and <laughs> pounds and stuff like that and posting pictures of every puppy they see. Oh, and they're man. Like, hey, Rob, Apollo needs a friend. Hey, Rob, uh, you could use another dog. So we have a general rule that that's all fun and games, but uh, I'm not getting another dog until the first one goes. That's that's how I feel, too, man. Like as much as I would like a puppy, like the two that I have know each other. And if one passes before the other, I don't think I want to subject the other one to a puppy because even when we got Togo, Peiwei was two years old and she was like, fuck off. Like with the puppy, like for you know, you could see it because he's always like nipping at her and yeah. messing with her, and I don't want to do that to a senior dog, dude. Yeah, so. that's exactly it here too. Like this guy, he's been through so many moves with me and and my wife, and then we brought home our daughter, and now we're bringing home another one. Like he got, he kind of got the shaft when we brought home our daughter because we had him neutered like a week before. Oh. I found a I, well, I found a lump on his balls. And oh, okay. Yeah. Do it. So, yep. and, and then it was like, and then like a week after we chop his balls off, we bring home this baby <laughs> and now he's getting like no attention. And so I felt really bad about that. And I don't know, I couldn't do it to the guy. The fact that you feel bad about that though, just goes to show that you're better than like the average person when they bring home kids. Cause a lot of people like bring home kids and the pets are just like forgotten about. So you know, it shows that he's at least lucky to have you as an owner if you're thinking about that shit. Oh, I'm lucky to have him as a pet. That smelly fart factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking asshole dog. He's been pissing he's been he's been pissing on my deck. Like if you go outside in our backyard, we have about eight or nine risers uh-huh. down to the actual grass part. So because there's like an inch or two of snow on the actual deck when you step out there, he's like, yes. Yeah, that's good enough. I'll just piss here. You know, and and it, it 
why? Like, don't piss on my deck, you little jerk. My girl dog will do that. If I, we try and let him out in the backyard. So we go down to the basement and then let him out the sliding door whenever possible. And if I do not have the patio shoveled off completely, she will pee on the patio every single fucking time. And I'm like, dog, you know that this is the patio slab. Like, go out into the yard and pee. But if it's not shoveled, like, if there's a half an inch of snow, dude, she will just, she'll be like, oh, this is, yep, I walked a foot out the door. I'm just gonna pee here. And then my my boy dog's an idiot, so he's just gonna pee wherever she pees, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Dogs are, dogs are awesome. They are. Agreed. Um, so should we talk some video games maybe? Let's. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you guys all come to the show to listen to the dog talk, but (laughs) we did other stuff this week. Hey man, I'm pretty sure that the uh, dog talk is pretty on point for a lot of our listeners. So unless they're Xanafan and have a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I got nothing against cats. Um, so, do you have stuff against Santa Fan? I do. I okay. have a lot against <laughs> Santa Fan. Uh, I act like he's my friend, but he doesn't eat meat. So, like, can I really trust him? I don't know. Yep, that's Minnesota nice for you. <laughs> I did. It is pretty funny though, dude. Um, and it's it's on point too. So I think it was posted in our Discord first. The the friend game report website. Um, and what it is, is it's a a link and it basically tells you who you've played destiny the most with. And so I looked it up on PC and Zan was the number one person I've played PC with. And then I went to Xbox and he's in like my top 10 for Xbox too, which is crazy. But so apparently we play a lot of destiny together, I guess. (laughs) Signs of friends who have too much free time on their hands. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's cool though. Like, um, Stu, if you if you get time, dude, you should check it out. There's this uh, link that I have in the notes, and uh, yeah, basically you go in the website and you look up your gamer tag, and it loads like all of the games that you've played in Destiny too, and it tells you who you end up playing the most with. And it like breaks down like total games and PVE and PVP. It's I don't know. It's kind of cool to see. I uh, I haven't even seen the login screen of Destiny in I don't know a week ish <laughs> thereabouts a week and a half. I don't know, when pl- did Apex come out? Ah, I was gonna say uh, you've been playing two other weeks stuff. About. <laughs> it's something like that. Whatever. It's been a blur. I I've been uh, yeah, man. I got it bad, man. I got it bad with that game. I've never liked BRs. Okay. They're just boring and shitty and crappy. And, you know, hey, if, if you like them, good for you. But it's never been my cup of tea. There's right. something about this game. It just, it, it, it's one more game, one more game, one more game. Really bad. Because they nailed something. They did something right here. Like the way that you have the different characters, each with their own little ability. And everybody's kind of useful enough. And even if at the end of the game you finish like fourth out of 20 and you have one kill, you're like, I did stuff. I don't know how else to describe it, but like you're, you're always doing stuff in this game. It never did feels you, boring. Did you play Titanfall? Yeah, you did, right? 
Yes, I did. Um, Titanfall 1, I barely touched. I only played it at my brother-in-law's house. Titanfall 2, I have it. I didn't finish the campaign. And yeah, that's not too. an indictment on the campaign. It's because I was hooked on Destiny really yeah. bad at that time. So I just dropped it and never went back. But, um, you know, it does feel familiar. As soon as you boot it up and start running around, you're like, yeah, okay, I can see that it's the same-ish. Like, it's not, Titanfall still feels better. It's a, it's a, pol- a more polished game. Like, this is free. But for sure. a free game, it feels really good. It looked like the sliding was similar. Like, I, I haven't played it yet. Um, I I went to the website to download it, and I looked at the download button, and I didn't actually click it because I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to install it till I actually want to play it. Um, but I, I've been watching it on Twitch, and it looks like the sliding and and, and a lot of the, the gunplay f- looks familiar to Titanfall for sure. It feels snappy. Like... You know, when you get when you get a, a gun and you start getting all the the different attachments and like, you know, they have their different tiers and everything in there. So if you get it kitted out with some nice like purple gear, those things feel really crispy and you can do some damage. I mean, Infinity Ward slash Respawn has always been able to do that part well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. I might have all kinds of complaints about their games, but. I'd never complain about how snappy and how much fun the guns are. Yeah, I mean, you know, assuming that it is the people that made the Call of Duties back in the day feel as good as they did going and doing this, you know, this Apex shooter, like, I agree 100%. Like, they made some of my favorite Call of Duty games, and I thought Titanfall was great. Um, The only problem with Titanfall 2 was Destiny. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like I, I, I might be a third of the way, a half of the way through the campaign, and and it was really good from what I remember. I really had a good time with it, and all those other guys on on Distinguished Gentlemen are like, that's the best, one of the best campaigns ever. Blah blah blah. So I probably should at some them. point. Yeah, I, I need to. But I, I was listening. I think I was listening to you guys. I think it was one of your shows recently, Stu, um, and it was probably you talking about how you haven't finished it yet. But I was sitting there going, yeah. I got like a couple hours in and I dropped off and I need, I really need to just go back and start from the beginning and play through the whole thing. Yeah. I need to actually play apex. I have been, I've even loaded up and gone to the, the training screen and then have not actually fired into a game yet, but I mean, soon. you, 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 you can obviously boot it up and play with your, by yourself. It, it, loads you in with two randoms because it's all squad based it's, there's no solos or anything but it definitely shines when you have a team i mean like most games right right so although although i i don't feel at a disadvantage if you get competent people they have this system the ping system like with the right bumper if you look at something and hit it you'll call it out to your teammates or if you're in your menu and do it it's a, you'll you'll be like i need heavy ammo or i need the light ammo you know, like if you double tap, it says there's an enemy over there on the screen and everybody gets this little icon on That's their screen. Cool. So it, it's amazing. The ping system. I've had games where we get all the way to like final two or final three squads without even communicating once without no mic, no nothing. Just using the ping. Nice. That's cool. You got any uh, wins on your under your belt there? One win. Nice. One win with uh, Baroque and Boost. Uh, 
bunch of top twos and top three finishes. Um, sometimes where I don't even realize we're in the top two situation, and I say <laughs> it like an idiot. So it, it, I, I see the appeal of the battle royale genre now because you do something and you fuck it up and then it, it plays in your head for the next three, four days. Like, <laughs> hey, if I'm in that situation again, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I mean, Rocker, <laughs> Rocker, there was one game in particular when he was replaying it back to somebody and we finished final two and he's like, yeah, I think we could have won, but Stu had to fucking Leroy Jenkins it up. And he starts describing the scenario, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I really did Leroy. <laughs> so we're pressing up on this squad, and they're, they're holed up in a building. And I have um, Bloodhound, and his ability is his, uh, his ability, you press it, and you get, you get like a little flash to see if somebody's behind a wall. So I'm okay. like, I'm going to pop my ability, and then I'm going to pop my super and go in there where I can see their tracks and everything. And Rocker's like, oh, let's slow play it. I'm like, nope, too late. I already did it. And I run in there, and I got my ass kicked, and everything fell apart after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Oh, there's a very real chance after we get done with this uh, this podcast tonight, I'm going to go play because the friends are off of uh, Anthem because their 10-hour demo has run out, and uh, I can convince them to come play. I did see um, this Vince uh, Zappanella, who is uh, on the Apex team, said that they are they have tons of things planned for the game, uh, but they're also working on Titanfall for later in the year. And the thought is that potentially it might be tied into the Apex game as itself and not be like a separate thing, which would be kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know. I have a favorite I don't part know of how it. they would do that. It doesn't seem to... like It's it's Titanfall light. It's not Titanfall. Don't yeah. be mistaken. Apex right. is not Titanfall, but it's it's Titanfall light. So there's also no, my favorite, there's no uh, wall running and shit. And, right. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say my favorite part of uh, Titanfall uh, Crusoe or PvP was uh, pilot versus pilot anyways. I don't need yeah. the Titans. I, don't, I didn't like the Titans either, man. I don't know. So, I'm looking forward to trying it out. I think I think the I think the grappling and stuff in Titanfall is cool, but like that's some shit that you really need to spend a lot of fucking time perfecting if you want to be good. Because the people who are good are like flying everywhere, like sliding and grappling and just moving around the map, and it's cool unless you're like me fighting against them. And you're just like you just don't even see where you're getting smoked from because it's happening so fast. So, I think like the the apex approach to it looks more my speed. It's like um, to me it looks like a better Call of Duty. That's very that's a that's an interesting way of of describing it. It kind of feels like that. The thing is, is that with with all the different kind of guns and attachments and abilities that every character has. It feels like people who are good at first-person shooters are going to be really good at this game. It, it, it's not like a Call of Duty where you're dead in half a second. You know, you have to... Headshots make a big fucking difference in That's the time awesome. to kill. That's awesome. The big skill gap here. I like that. I think I'm sold. 
I think I think I can afford the free price to uh, play this game a little bit. <laughs> so good. Someone described it like if you walk at a Target with a game on the bottom of your cart that you kind of sort of didn't really forget about, but it's <laughs> a really good game and you don't want to pay for it. That's kind of what it is. Do you um are you playing on Xbox or PC? Xbox right now only because my computer is in a, in a oh, closet upstairs. That's right. That's right. Because you're doing your basement. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it on any console that I can because <laughs> it's free. Yeah. See, that's what I was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of I'm, I'm thinking if I do get it, I probably would want to get it on PC for sure. I think it'd be cool. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd get my ass handed to me big time on PC. Like I was saying, there's a skill gap here and and watching it on Twitch, the way that some guys play it on on PC, it's it feels like it looks like a different animal. Yeah. Oh, I think that's yeah. That's that's standard. I think with the movement and stuff like that. Um. Huh. Cool. Did uh, did you guys play anything else besides Apex? Nips, did you get on Anthem at all? Wow, did I get fucked over by Anthem? Well, no, I know you got fucked, but did you actually get to play? Oh it? no. Uh, oh, okay. So remember, I killed everything last night while so, we yeah, were in yeah. there. So yeah, yeah. Tell made... the whole story for those that so, don't know. I went in on Friday uh, because everyone was freaking out about their Anthem pre-order, and they're like, "Oh, I'm having a hard time. Like, I don't know how to get in there." So I went in just to make sure I could connect. Got to the the loading screen. Didn't even hit A to connect to the servers. So I'm just like, "Okay, I got the thing." Killed the instance. Went on my merry way, or so I thought. Uh, I checked later in the day and it told me I had less than three hours left. Now, at that point in time, I thought that maybe I had fucked up and not closed the instance and went to play a Xbox 360 backward compatible game and it left the game open for me on the, you know, (laughs) on the machine itself and just burned my time out down that way. However, after I saw that I had three hours left, I made sure I killed the instance every way from Sunday, uh, and then today at 11 o'clock, we all got on to play, and my demo told me I was out of time. I had used all my time. So, no, I couldn't play at all. I burned the full 10 hours without ever even connecting to a server. So, that was awesome. Do you know how? No. I don't. Is it so, is the timer? I mean, sucks. does the timer just start and then just start running, and you have ten hours? It's not like you have I, ten hours of playtime. You just have a no. 10 hour. I can't imagine that's possible because I saw Canuck playing last night and then playing again today. So, like that was yeah. I think something cached in my in their server or my server and said it was running and killing the instance didn't actually clear that, and so be it. Uh, I take solace in the fact that when I was, you know, chatting with Val all day today, they were having struggles and there were some UI issues that they were struggling with and things were going slow and they were, he was just getting frustrated. So I'm like, good. I'm glad I'm not there for that. I don't need that in my life. Uh, but you better believe I was super pissed off this morning when I went to, uh, you know, fired up and then it's like, you have no time left. And that yeah, corresponded that sucks, with Apollo's little panting fit that he had. Yeah. So now oh, it's like, man. I'm worried about my dog, and I'm frustrated about this thing, and 
his little panting fit is both like worrying and uh, ire inducing because he just he couldn't rest, so he just walk around the house panting and licking at stuff, and it's just like I'm already frustrated. Would you just sit the fuck down, dog? <laughs> and so, so from eleven to like twelve thirty, I was in a rage moment, and then uh, I moved on from that and Dude, was fine. I had one of those this week too, man. <laughs> like I, I do not. I like got a little bit sick like earlier in the day, and I don't know if it was because I was sick or like I wasn't eating normally or what. But dude, I like, I just like my evening was just a fucking haze of red, and I and I realized it too. So I like sick, you know. I'm like, all right, I need to not be around this because I'm gonna like freak out. You know, it, it sucks when that happens, man. And then like everything pisses you off, you know. Like, I went to go uh, drop off the kids. Um, but Sloan was going to go with, with Debbie and, and Paige to dance because her friend was going to be there. So the girls were going to hang out. And, and you know, we tried to time it so we'd meet each other in the parking lot. Well, instead of it taking my wife 25 minutes to 30 minutes to get out of downtown, it took her an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. So we got to the daycare and I was in a bad mood already. And we literally sat in the parking lot for an hour with my kid going, oh, can we go yet? Like, why isn't she here? Like over and over again. And I'm just like, she'll be here. Like she's, she's coming. And then like, I, you know, I like exchange hands and I'm just like, okay, I need to get food. Like I'm totally tilted. And like I get on the road and you know, it's that scenario where two people are driving side by side and they're going 15 to 20 miles an hour under the speed limit the whole way down the road. And I'm just sitting <laughs> in my car. Like I want to fucking strangle like a puppy. I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh Yeah. Oh, and uh, dude, and as I was sitting in the parking lot, my alarm system went off for my house. And so like I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden I get a call from Comcast and they're like, your alarm's going off. Is Are you in trouble? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, it says that your garage door is open to the house and your alarm's been going off for like 10 minutes or something like that or a couple minutes, and I'm like, oh, uh, no, don't send the authorities. I'm sure my garage door is shut. The door going to the garage probably didn't latch. But, <laughs> but then it's like, all right, now I gotta, I'm like trying to get home to like make sure no one's actually robbed my house. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Those those rage moments suck. Yeah, I, I just took care of it by saying, all right, well, I wanted to do something fun, and it sucked. Uh, so now I'm going to do something that sucks so that if it sucks, uh, it's fine. So I just did my taxes. And it was, <laughs> t- took me down off the edge. I got done with that. And I'm like, all right, I accomplished something with my life today. Uh, and I moved on. And <laughs> then the rest of the day was fine. I've been playing a ton of Civ Revolution. On the I old... saw that. Yeah. I, I love that, that game. Me too. I used been... to have it uh, 1,000 gamer score out of 1,000 on that thing on my old gamer tag. Damn, uh-huh. dude. I had 960, and uh, the one I'm missing glitched out and wouldn't go. So now I'm going to try it again on the new, uh, <laughs> the, the backward compatible and see if I can get it. Because that's one, one thing that sticks the to one, my craw. I'm going to guess it's the one where it's unlock every special character throughout your play. Yep. Is it that one? That's yeah. The one. Yeah. You, you think people want to bitch about RNG in Destiny? No, 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 man. <laughs> no, you need RNG in that fucking game. Oh, uh, because there's uh, like how many is there? Like forty or something? 
I think it's 40, yeah. Yeah, and you might get like three or four every game. Right. So yeah, and it's a, oftentimes it's the same three and four. It's always <laughs> it's always the same three or four. Well, it's because you like you start to play. You find what playstyle works for you, so you just keep triggering the same uh, specialist over and over again. It's like, oh, I'm always building a technological society, science-based science. So I get all the scientists and none of the generals. It's just like, come on, go faster. But uh, it's yeah, it's a ton of fun, and it's a great way to just burn a couple hours. I uh, I've never played a Civ game. What? Like ever? Nope. Oh my god. I I've played every single one of them. I mean, they they're one of my favorite games when I was growing up. I actively sought out to learn things because of those games. I think I think I would have liked it because my dad had a demo um, for a game similar to that where you start building a city, but it was like the demo version on Windows 95, so you could only get so far, and then a tsunami or someone would come and wipe out your whole town. Mm-hmm. So they they have they have Civ Revolution on mobile, but for the longest oh, time really? I've been saying that they should redo the first one. Do Civ 1 remastered with a touchscreen interface. And I mean, like, the old school graphics and everything. You know, just just bring it out now. I'd buy it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, is, uh, is the mobile version any good? Uh, I've not played it because it's like 15 bucks or something, 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's pretty expensive. And I'm, I'm not going to play it enough to warrant that. So... I I almost bought Civ Six on my Switch, but I didn't because I'm not going to spend enough time on it. Like I just know I won't. Yeah, I haven't grabbed Civ Six yet. Uh, I still have five in my computer, and the number of times I've spent like, oh, I'll just play a quick you know Civ game, or just play a little bit and then save, and then pick it up another time. And then the next thing I know, it's four in the morning, and I have to start oh getting ready gosh. for work. Uh, it's pretty rough. That game Next is the you ultimate. Know, you, got like, you have like half your naval fleet is on the other side of the world. You're like, what happened here? I've been <laughs> I've been sleepwalking through my last four or five turns. I don't even know. Oh god, the number of times and like the time it takes the uh, computer to resolve their turns, where I've like drifted off and then like <laughs> snap back up and played my turn. Then instead of saving, I hit next turn, and then the same damn thing happens again. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> And then you're only two turns away from a new library, so you might as well. Oh, God. It's it's the worst one-more-turn game I've ever had. Like, it turns, you know, a three-hour play session into a seven-hour play session so often it's distressing. That's awesome. So, yeah. So I've been playing that a bunch. Um, played a little bit of Destiny this week. Not a ton, actually. I have not played any Crimson Doubles or anything like that. We just uh, did the raid last night, Scourge of the Past. Didn't finish it, and uh, that was the extent of my destiny. It was fun, though. It was a, oh it was a good raid night. It was hilarious. Uh, that Sparrow race part of the, the Scourge of the Past raid? Yes. Sorry, Snatching Panda, if you're not there yet. I think he is there, though. Uh, <laughs> it's like the least frustrating fail over and over and over again that I've ever had in a, a raid. I can't believe how bad I am. 
<laughs> like literally, Stu, I was the first person to die almost every single time. And like not not <laughs> like I made it quite a ways, like ridiculously die fast. Like so fast it's not even funny. And it just got to a point where I'm like Nips was opening up the door and then he'd open then he'd jump on his sparrow and then he'd go. And I'm like, dude, you're making it closer to the end than I am every single time. Like let me open the door and take the couple extra seconds to summon my sparrow and go, because I'm going to die first no matter what. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I got the hang of it, but I never actually made it to the final room. Only Bryce, Jay, and Chuck did, and mm-hmm. the <laughs> the time that Bryce and Jay both made it, the first time two people made it to the room, and oh, they had very little time, so that was pretty awesome. They had enough time to get one punch off, basically, and it was fast enough. I've, yeah, they, uh, they, it was funny because Chuck was like religiously getting to the end, like with a lot of time to spare just by himself. And the one time we beat it was when Chuck fucked up and died. And then Briz and Briz and, and Gear Dad made it to the end and like closed the door. And it's, it's just like, oh, my God, like we've been watching Chuck for like the past hour, make it to the end by himself. And the one time he fucks up, like the other two make it and, and <laughs> close the door. I've done the first encounter of that raid once, okay. and that's it. That city is crazy, man. It took us a little while to get the layout of it going. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm sure I'll get back to Destiny. I mean, that's that's a given. I know it is. It's just right now, I I don't know. I got no desire right now. I started okay. my Games Pass subscription last night. I started this trial two bucks for two months. Nice. So, That's dope. Crackdown, Forza Horizon 3. Downloaded a couple of games for my kid as well. These Disney things. It's not even a game. It's just like a commercial. You're walking around Disneyland and talking to Mickey Mouse. And she's like, I want to go. I'm like, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> how um, how much is it after the $2 a month? Uh, it's different if you go monthly or if you just buy the subscription. I think it's like, oh, fuck, I don't even know. I know I'm going to cancel it after two months, and if I ever want to, I'll buy the the annual pass. Okay, I, I, that's a, that's actually a good question. I I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, dude, Forza Horizon Three, like I could, I I I could get it for that, like just because I don't want to buy the game, because I I'm more of a I'm more of like a like a sim player than I am the arcade racer, but mm-hmm. I do like arcade racers still, and I like Forza, so. It'd be fun to like have that game to play with it a little bit. It's a real interesting way to to consume games because there's like 200 or something titles on there, and you know you pay this annual fee and you get access to all of them. It's like renting, but on steroids. I don't know. It's it's a real interesting way to get games. If Microsoft ever started actually developing like good first-person titles, it would be a must-have service. And there's the rub. (laughs) Yeah. It might be cool, though, for, like, kid games and stuff like that. Also, if you're trying to run up your achievement score, like, for a period of time in my life, I was an achievement whore, which is why I'm sitting up, you know, I'm at 70,000 and Briz is at 85,000 or something like that. So something like the Game Pass there to have all those games at your 
fingertips to just run up the score as fast as you can. You guys, you guys would have gone to websites too and been like, oh, this is a good game. We can get 800 score in about two hours. Let's just do it. Fight Night 3 had eight <laughs> achievements. All of them for 125 a pop. It was the easiest way to get to 1,000. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I've I don't that. even know where this like number is located or what it even represents. Like if if someone was like, "This is my gamer score," I'd be like, "Cool." I have no idea like the like what the actual like what the worth is of the number that you're telling me. <laughs> well, look at it this way: out of all the people you know who play Destiny, who cares about triumphs the most? Out of the people yeah, you play no, with, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know your, I know your, uh, I know your addiction. I'm, right. I'm well aware. So <laughs> it's like triumphs, but for Xbox instead. <laughs> That's funny, dude. You play anything else this week? Me? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I played. I played Pokemon again. That has become my like. So I it, it, the switch has slowly on, on like switch. Make, you got Pokemon? Yeah. This for the dot for the daughter. I tried to buy only games for the kids on the switch. Um. And I'm slowly realizing that I either need to just accept the fact that I am going to fucking finish Pokemon, which is a never ending game, or I need to buy a title for myself because I love like walking into like the living room and being like, okay, I got to give the kids a bath in 15 minutes and they're watching a show. I'm going to let them finish watching the show, grab the switch, sit on the sofa let their show play out, save it, throw it back on the charger, bring them up, give them a shower. You know, like that. It's those 10 or 15 minutes like here or there where it's so much easier to just like pull it off the charger and play it than it is to like walk into my office and boot up the PC or something. So I, uh, yeah, I have a lot of hours logged on that game, surprisingly now. <laughs> uh, and it, I've never played a Pokemon game, so I, I don't know shit about what I'm doing. Like I'm 100% just like, uh, I think this is, what I should be doing. Okay. Um, so this make me think like I need like a Diablo or even like maybe Civ, you know, some sort of game like that where I can like just sink time into. Um, and then a shitload of destiny. Yeah. Well, not a shitload, but yeah. Nice. Um, I replaced my elite controller this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm jealous. About time for me to start thinking about that on mine too. Yeah, I got it uh November Taking King. When I got my Xbox, it came with the Xbox because it was the Elite Xbox. And uh I figure I have um something like twenty five hundred hours on Destiny or something like that. Two thousand, twenty five hundred, somewhere in there between D one and D two. So that amount of time, plus however many hours I sunk into Forza and Overwatch and Titanfall and Battlefield, I I think the controller held up pretty fucking well for that amount of time. And travel too, man. Like when I used to bring my PC anywhere, I just bring the controller, like and just plug it into the laptop. And so yeah, bought a new one, bought the production plan, uh, thanks to the advice of Chuck, and. Um, I'm very happy I did because after like hooking up the new one and like 
play my first game with it i'm like oh everything is so much tighter and so much more accurate and better like i feel like my shots are better and my paddles actually like stay in place they don't wiggle (laughs) (laughs) there's not like a like a gap where they fall down and you have to like push them up and yeah so my bumpers have been replaced i have a piece of sandwich bag holding in my right stick my grip on the left side of my elite is flopping off like <laughs> that's 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 the grip right there oh my oh god no thing. yeah <laughs> yeah like the actual right stick is so loose that i have a dead spot all the time for every game it's just it's fucked I, did you do so the sandwich bag thing I, th- I bet that's what i did with mine where you take you take it apart and you put like a little little layer over that nub where the joystick piece goes and then yeah. you slide it back yeah i had to do yeah, that too so so the, the the commonly accepted methodology involves a q-tip yep, and you take like a little piece of cotton but the thing is with that is that you have to redo that every couple of months like i did because i abused this fucking thing uh-huh. so then i found out this other method which is a sandwich bag so it's like saran wrap even works but you just keep doing it like layer by layer by layer of the saran wrap yep so you make it like this this nub on the top and then when you put the stick back in it's tight but but then you drop it and then you drop (laughs) it and then and then you drop it and you know i uh i had i had an issue i think it was with my right stick and so i took it apart and i did it and i put it all back together and then because i had to take my left stick off my left stick was loose after I put it all back together. So I'm like, God damn it. So I had to take it all apart, do the left stick again, and then put it all back together. I've done yeah. that before where like this thing is, I've, I've had to open it up on multiple occasions. Like yep. changing the bumpers is what I did too. And one time when I put it back together, you know, you have the little, the little switch between yep. one and two. Yep. I realized that I forgot to put that back. I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, the whole thing <laughs> has to come open again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Well, my wife, I remember she's like, what are you doing? You've been doing that for an hour. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I like I like, uh, I like, like Best Buy's deal, man. You you have two years. It costs $35. You just give them your old one, sell them their stiff, stick drift or whatever, go get a new one, and uh costs you 35 bucks. And you can add the plan again after you get your new one. So that, I think that is pretty good. Yeah, I think for the controller, it's worth it. Well, when you're spending this much money on it, but yeah, you know, to your point, you're putting you're putting thousands of hours on it. Why would you not want a quality piece of equipment? Yep. Yeah, man. I think. I mean, I think. I think that the common thought is too that the Elite controller is still like one of the best quality controllers out there, and it's not even the most expensive. I mean, scuffs and those. What are the other ones like Beaver or something? Battle Beaver. Battle Beaver, like those are way more expensive and you're into the two hundreds on those, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Did you get the white one or or the black one? Do they still I, have the black one? I wanted to get the white one, but it was not at Best Buy. They only had them on Amazon, and Amazon was not offering the protection plan because they probably wised up and realized that it's uh not worth their money to do that. Uh, I so I, the black. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's probably better. Like in the long run, the white one would probably look pretty fucking gross after a few thousand hours. But uh, I don't know. I just wanted the white one because it was different. But 
black's fine. I don't really care. Kind of funny. We did. I did play Crimson Doubles this week, and uh, it's it's skill based matchmaking. So Zan and I jumped on together on PC, and we went flawless. I don't think we dropped a game. We played for quite a bit of time. Just did mean <laughs> things to people. That same day, I got on later that day with Chuck on Xbox, and Chuck and I lost seven games in one two. Like, we just continually got stomped over and over and over and over again, dude, against, like, the sweatiest players. <laughs> so I had two very different experiences with Crimson Doubles this week. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to play to try out the Redrix. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if Crimson Doubles is the right... Uh, target rich environment to see how good the Redrix can be in that it'd be nice to be able to like get a headshot and then Parak desperado and actually use it on people oh yeah 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 sixes is probably a better option uh also i just didn't play enough destiny this week i was spending all week getting real excited for anthem <laughs> oh Fuck. dude that's awesome um so uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Activision came out this week and they talked about their side of the story for why they split with Destiny. Uh, and the um, chief operating officer, Cody Johnson, said uh, Destiny 2 is not meeting Activision's financial expectations. And um, they were basically not contributing as much as Activision wanted them to. And they said that they had internal resources supplementing Bungie's work. And now that they don't have to do that anymore, they can put, <laughs> they said they can put those resources towards other, uh, other projects that means more to the studio, which I thought was pretty, pretty funny. Like, like, yeah, they were using a lot of our people. We're really happy that we can take those people and put them towards something that we believe in now. It's like, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was that was pretty funny, like a kind of a funny jab. Yeah, I mean, although the same week that they laid off however many people, uh, moving people to other places also seems kind of amusing. Activision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, they did that here. Like they had headquarters in Minnesota, and they basically like slowly fired off like three or four buildings worth of people in Minnesota, and said, "Well, you can move to California if you want." They moved one of my buddies who's like pretty high up in the Call of Duty world. Right. But, um, everyone else are like, uh, good luck. See ya. Right. So, yeah. They, they got to move some resources around. They also had to shed some resources. Well, the sheer numbers, I think the shocking part for everybody, like 800. Uh, a few years ago, the, the company that I worked for, I mean, it's it's a it's a massive bank actually. And, and like there's tens of thousands of employees across the country. And this one department laid off the one that I was a part of, it was about 30%, which equated to about 45, 50 people were just let go. And, you know, they got severance packages and, and offers and everything else like that. But um, shit happens, you know, yeah, maybe not to that magnitude, but that's fucking capitalism. Right, you know, business works. So it sucks, but 
yeah. fuck, I don't know what an alternative, what what a realistic alternative it looks like. So no, yeah, no, there's nothing that you can, not much you can do about it. You never is, want to see people lose their job, but no, no. Yeah, I could see one person I'd be happy losing a job, but beyond that, okay, yeah, yeah. very specific people you'd like to see lose their jobs, but <laughs> okay, not, there's some people that not I in work a general with. sense, like <laughs> yeah. you know, strangers for no reason. All right, yeah. I think we're all in agreement here then. Yeah, that's really funny, dude. Uh, hey, I got a Destiny question. Uh, this is from Briz. All right. He says, if you could add an element to Destiny subclasses, what would it be? Like poison, green, ice, white, because blue is arc, earth, brown, or something else? So if you guys. <laughs> brown superpowers. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Uh, you got code brown. Code brown. <laughs> just just shit your pants and everyone just fucking faints. <laughs> and then you can just walk around and get them. Oh, goddamn. No, I probably wouldn't add anything. Uh, it's not like the... It's not like Pokemon where the actual elements matter against each other or, say, Final Fantasy or something like that. If you added a new one, I don't know. Maybe it'd be neat, but I don't think it's needed. How you feel, Stu? Yeah, I mean, he's, he says poison, and that's kind of where my mind goes to right away. But you have elements of that with with some of the Night Stalker abilities, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you could put one, but at that point, it's like adding a character to a sitcom in, in the fifth season. You know, like, ratings are down. Introduce a new character. That's <laughs> Fuck you, Poochie. <laughs> exactly. Poochie, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> hey, cram it, Roy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Great job. Good job. Uh I agree. I don't I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to anything, but um I think you guys make a valid point. Like, how do you even add that? No, I okay. think I think why is the better question than how. Yeah. Um, Kath asks us, this is, I think, directly for Stu. Do you think Fluffy's hair or Admiral Nips make the pod, or Admiral Nips, Admiral Nips's beard <laughs> make the podcast more attractive? So, hair or beard, Stu? Well, I'm not, I'm not much of, of, you know, uh, a fan of the beards, but he does look like more of a cuddler than anything so <laughs> nips is more of a cuddler and fluffy is just you know he's just there for a good time i don't know i don't know how i feel about that what is was it just a again? uh he says do you, he says do you prefer to play with potatoes or eat them oh fucking boil a mashroom stick them in a stew Sorry, fellas. I love playing with you guys, but I'm. Oh my god, dude. I'm a big fan of potatoes. Like, I think, I think, like, just the fact that you said, like, how would how would you do your potatoes? <laughs> I boil them, mash them, and stick them in a stew. Like, the wordplay there is hilarious. Okay, that's that's a line from Lord of the Rings. Is it? Yeah. How? Uh, I the only What's thing that I remember. Precious? <laughs> the only thing that I remember in that movie is that uh, everything walked. Like even the fucking trees walked in that movie. I have, I've, I'm probably on like my third, fourth, maybe in a row. Just one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I have them downloaded on my phone. 
So I just get on the train in the morning and I'll, I'll put it on and fall asleep watching it. So. That's awesome. I really, I really actually, I have nothing against those movies. I just really wanted to make the Clerks 2 reference. <laughs> I'm glad that yep. Nip's got it and shook his it. head in shame. <laughs> uh, we picked that for Amp. Out of all the movies we could have picked, I had, mine was worry. bad too. So yeah, I know, and and like, uh, yeah, we. I don't think they're ever gonna have us back on. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't deserve to be invited back. <laughs> Uh, who will the Toronto Maple Leafs? Oh my God, I said it wrong. Who will the Toronto Maple Leafs play in the Stanley Cup? Um. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, what's worst for the NHL is going to be Winnipeg, because who the fuck gives a shit about Winnipeg? <laughs> but what's going to be worse for myself personally and Leaf Nation as a whole? is St. Louis. And the reason is, is they're on a fucking tear right now, and it's on the backs of a goalie who is from my hometown. Oh. And and sports is about tragedy. Sports is not about winning. Sports is about getting this fucking close to something that you wanted your whole life and then having somebody from your fucking hometown ruining that <laughs> shit for everybody. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be right. St. Louis is who it's, it's going to be for sounds, maximum hilarity. That sounds about uh, spot on. The Leafs Fuck, are actually be reasonable so this year. Oh, we're about it. we're better than reasonable. Yeah, I still don't know if you're the favorites in the East, though. We're not, but that doesn't matter. It's it's happening. It's happening, guys. It's fucking happening. Thirty-seven right. years on this fucking rock, and this is the closest <laughs> we've been. It better fucking happen right now. <laughs> Oh, well, you guys locked up all of the, the young talent for at least a few more years, right? Uh, not Mitch Marner. Not okay. yet. And Mitch should get whatever the fuck he wants because he is... Oh, I love him so much. What a treasure. All right. Well, I that's, I start paying attention to the NHL about one week before the playoffs start. So I can't wait to see how things shake out. Best playoffs <laughs> in all of sports. Agreed. Uh, Big Daddy Davis says, serious question, how did you meet the other guys from Distinguished Gentleman Podcast? Well, there's an app, and I don't know if your listeners are familiar with it. It's called Grinder. It's, like, <laughs> it's just for dudes, and I was like, I, I want to find some dudes to play video games with. Nothing else, of course. And Sure. Uh, no, in, in actuality... Uh, I played Destiny 1 the entire first year by myself because I was an idiot and did not understand what the game was or or that they wanted you to go and try and find people to play with as opposed to just matchmaking. So when I figured it out and I started looking for people to play with, I found some of these guys and and they found some other guys. And I don't know, it just... Destiny, that's how. Yep. Uh, not serious question. How many shots of maple syrup can you take? This is, this brings me great shame. Um, but I actually don't have any maple syrup in my house. Uh, in theory, how many could I take? A lot. That shit's delicious. Like you get the good stuff from Quebec or honestly, even from Vermont. It's, it's really good. Maple syrup is delicious. So that shit in coffee. Why don't you have it then, if you love it? 
because I couldn't tell you the last time we had pancakes or something. Oh, okay. You know? So, I mean, the thing is, is I can just go buy it whenever the hell I want. You know? <laughs> not like it's a specialty or anything. It's just fucking maple syrup. Gotta stock up in the, the seasonal maple syrup <laughs> sales. It's not eggnog, for Christ's sake. We it's have it like, all year round. It's like when they get winter storm warnings instead of like people going and getting bread and milk. It's just all the fucking maple syrup is gone from the grocery store. <laughs> okay uh burning wing uh have there been any stories submitted to you from the dgp news with Stu that have just made you go humanity is fucked the 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 impetus of Stu's news uh wasn't submitted it was a story that i stumbled across myself but it was some russian dude who's like 98 percent covered in tattoos and everything else uh, he cut off his own, or not himself, but he had a surgical procedure done to cut off everything, his cock and balls. And like it, the quote was, it interfered with his look. So oh, that man. was, that was a real, yeah, you see what, what <laughs> Nips is doing right now. That's, that's what I did, you know, very slowly putting your fingers to your forehead. Like, oh my God, what? Uh. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's some fucked in the head shit. Uh, speaking of fucked in the head, Elmer Fudd wants to know, is it really Britney, bitch? Nope. <laughs> he spelt it wrong. He totally spelt Britney spe- wrong. Is it Brittany, bitch? Who do you, no, Elmer, Brittany. Mr. Fudd, who do you think you are, Fluffy? Brittany Spores. She's my favorite singer. <laughs> um, and also, we don't really think you're fucked in the head. We love you. Uh, yeah. our, our good friend, uh, a spliff cab, uh, who kindly renamed his uh, his gamer tag in uh, in Discord for me um, this week. To Redrix C. Spab Broadsword the <laughs> Third uh, asks, I would like to know uh, the worst thing, animal, mineral, or vegetable that you've ever accidentally or intentionally put in your mouth. Is this, this is for a, me directly? Or? I think it's for all three of us. I think this one's okay. for all three of us. Um, God, what have I accidentally put in my mouth? Um. <laughs> oh fuck! I know what mine is. Oh, all right, Jesus. I I want to hear yours then, because I I don't I didn't prepare. My uh, my in laws' dog farted like right in my mouth. Once. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I was oh. I was on the couch with my dog and their dog, and they're like wrestling, and I'm I'm like wrestling with them, and he got turned around and just. Whoosh, you know, it, it was one of those. It wasn't. It's was just like, whoosh, like ah, no, fecal particulate. Not again. Oh my it's, god, dude, that's bad, dude. That's yeah. really bad. That was that was bad. <laughs> I like burp and taste it for the next three hours. It's like, oh god. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> Not dissimilar to mine. Uh, growing up on the farm, we had to pressure clean the uh, pig pens. Oh, every geez. week. <laughs> um, and while 
you tried very, very hard uh, to keep your mouth shut. It didn't always work out that way. You'd come in looking like little orphan Annie with speckles and freckles all over your face. And those weren't uh, actual freckles. Uh, so covered in shit from head to toe and some of it got in the mouth. That's pretty bad, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of my kids has partially thrown up in my mouth or like at least on my face where it's made it into my mouth. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's happened. I know for sure they've like fucking sneezed and coughed in my mouth before. Like I'll be talking and like holding them or talking to them and they'll just like sneeze or cough in my mouth. So, um, I'm sure. It sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there was also one time. Oh God, that was so gross. When I lived with my roommates, we had, we had a couch in the garage and we would spend a lot of time out there. So, oh fuck. I, I grabbed the wrong beer bottle off of the table like i thought it was my beer and i went and oh, took a swig and it was the fucking it was the cigarettes and the fucking oh, joints and the fucking I, just yes. the disgusting oh. yeah yeah yes. was, i've, like I've spit done that, that shit everywhere i've done that with fucking um i've done that with cigarette beers before or cigarette pop cans you know like it's you throw your butt you don't see it or um um fucking even like uh bong water dude oh my god like accidentally get some of that in your mouth yeah yeah it's on the same lines of uh of cigarette fucking shit so um hey so our longtime friend absolute zero three one four was able to reach out to us this week we haven't heard from him in a bit so i was kind of excited about that he says uh Hey folks, I'll cut straight to the meat and potatoes of my question this week. Number one, the Warden's Law, a hard-hitting hand cannon that is unique in its own way by firing two rounds at once. As cool as it sounds, it performs terribly. How do you fix it? Any advice for a noob myself on how to become better with it? Nips, do you have this gun? I do. I just got it last week. And how do you feel about it? I used it for 10 seconds, and then it's sitting in the vault. You don't like it either? No. Jamar liked it. Jamar, yeah, I was going to say, I don't own this gun, because I don't PvE enough. Um, Jamar had it the other day, and he was he was playing us in PvP, and he was uh, cleaning up with it, and he was fucking dominating with cleanup kills. So it might be one of those, like, shoot someone with a sniper rifle, and if you don't get the headshot clean up with this gun type of guns yep sniper or bow it's a good bow follow-up to on like warlock with the fidians yeah oh that'd be the good call yeah uh two way of the trapper night stalker has been my go-to subclass since d2 launched the neutral game is strong and if used correctly um the neutral game is strong if used correctly however the super is somewhat lackluster granted if you don't use Orpheus rigs. Uh, besides making Shadow Shot one-hit kill, what are some other ways you could improve the subclass for both PvE and PvP? Um, so Way of the Trapper would be the one that is a single-shot Night Stalker with the uh, anchor. smoke. With, yep. Yeah, with the anchor and the smoke that's a decoy. Yep. Um, it's, my favorite, it's my favorite Night Stalker class. Like, if you're talking Tether... Of the two tethers, I think that's the better one. Yeah, although in PvP, I might do the, the multi-shot. Really? Now. 
since they upped the damage on the first shot mm. for the multi-tether. Uh, but no, I mean, if I'm running Night Stalker in PvP, I'm running Middle Tree. Yeah. Spectral Blades. I like I like the invisibility, and I actually really like the neutral game of Tether. I really like the decoy. Um, I think I think people aren't as used to it because it doesn't get used as often. So I think there there's definitely some strong sides to to messing with people, especially like I was running it a lot in Crimson Doubles, and that was fun because I was just constantly had a, a smoke up, so I was just throwing smokes everywhere, just fucking with their radar. Um, but I mean, that's that's the point of that 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 subclass, right? Like the tether, the tether's just to, supposed to stop supers, and you it needs to insta suppress. That's yeah, the one it, way it, it gets better. It does need to insta suppress. You still have to fire it in front of someone, and there's still a good chance that they might kill you before they get suppressed. Um, but the the going invisible and the nade and the smoke, like that's that's what makes that subclass strong, and that's what it has always been. Uh, as always, no fooling. Absolute three one four. Absolute zero three one four. So thanks, uh, thanks, dude, for sending us a question. Indeed. So, uh, Stu, we. Uh, what? What's up? What? <laughs> We're good. Don't okay. worry about it. Yep. Nope. Ask Stu a question. Fine. Nothing to see here. Okay, I missed something. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. So, Stu, um, <laughs> we do we do we do a thing uh, that's a little bit different than maybe what you're used to. Uh, we have this thing called a Spotify playlist. Oh, award-winning um, okay. Spotify playlist. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've actually won some awards. It's pretty amazing. Um, it's uh, it's new. Like, not a lot of podcasts really do this, but uh, okay. We basically pick songs that we like, and then people can go listen to them. Hmm. It's groundbreaking. It does sound interesting. So, um, we were wondering if maybe you would like to talk about some music with us, and, and maybe give us something new to listen to this week. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, I would. Uh, and and you know you can go now or we can we can start with uh with like one of our picks if you need no a second. no the, I I don't I don't need time to browse Spotify I I need time to make my decision here in that uh Nips you angered me you angered me to no end <laughs> with your inclusion of Celine motherfucking Dion on our playlist on the Distinguished Gentleman's playlist the the only playlist that matters. <laughs> Wait, you uh, guys I mean, have a playlist? To, <laughs> if you're going to subscribe to any podcast's playlist on Spotify, I think we all know which one it has to be. It has to be the one that is uh, longer, better, bigger, stronger. You the know, one with Celine Dion like, on it? Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, so the entire week that I knew I was coming on, I was like, I'm going to pick a Celine Dion song. But then when Mr. J.C. Jesse informed me that you have a affinity for saxophone music oh god is that true is that oh true oh my god dude I, I think i know where this is I going i'm a big fan of the sax yes <laughs> okay so he sent me something that he said hey you should consider this and i listened to it and oh man it is terrible <laughs> so i told him that i said oh my god it's terrible laughy face laughy face laughy face 
and he said, "Hey, I like this song." So, <laughs> so kind of bad, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use his song because it's, in my opinion, it is quite horrible. Even though Celine Dion is, oh man, I really wanted to. So the song is called Brass House Volume Seven, Number Sixty Eight. And the band is called Too Many Zoos. Brass House, Volume 7, Number 68. I cannot believe that that came up that fast. (laughs) Well, I am looking forward to listening to it. I just want to tell you, Celine Dion. So my first job, I got a job when I was 14 years old at a grocery store near my house. And I worked there for four years. And part of that time encompassed when Titanic came out. And Celine Dion's theme song for titanic was like the number one song on the planet for months and there was a fucking like easy listening station that they would put on in the grocery store i shit you not guys it was like celine dion somebody else celine dion somebody else (laughs) celine dion somebody else and it was month after month after month after month after month just yes she's a canadian national treasure we understand oh So just know that I think even less of, of this song than I do of a Celine Dion song. <laughs> oh, like, I'm going to put Nickelback on their, on their playlist. I'm going to put fucking Creed on their playlist. Some other garbage. <laughs> uh, I, would like, I would like the record to show that at 47 songs, the playlist was going all right. But when 48 got added, shit just went south. To quote, and, it is oh, so ahead. much saxophone. Your balls will tingle. <laughs> That's from Justin. I am excited for tingly balls. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to listen. Fluffy, what do we get from Ben this week? Uh, we got uh, Tides of Man far off. Um, did you get a chance to listen to it at all? I haven't. Did you? Uh, no, I actually... Uh, I actually made a point of saying we should really listen to the song this week. I'm going to make a point of listening to the song this week. And then um, realized about 10 seconds ago that I never actually listened to the song this week. So we're good friends in addition to all of our other faults. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, I usually listen to the day after we record. And I'm super excited with like, I've never heard this before. I can't wait. Uh, however, it does limit us with the amount of stuff we can talk about for the song yeah yeah i've been potentially next week we might possibly listen to your pick before adding it to the playlist that would be ideal i'm gonna actually try yeah i am too like I, there effort was made this this week it just wasn't enough effort to actually happen i made no promises about the effort we talked about it i mean that's more effort than we've made in past weeks uh, to be fair, I've dude, I've really been liking the playlist. Like, there's been some songs on there, and I like go back and I look. I'm like, God, this is just a good song. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what do you got this week? Uh, I actually am gonna make a last minute change. Ooh, uh, is this I, gonna be Celine Dion? <laughs> no, although that would be hilarious. Um. Forced to his pleasure only. Uh, I'm going to go since it is the uh, week of Valentine's Day. I'm going to go with uh, the Kygo remix of Sexual Healing. 
I will add it to the uh, the notes so you can actually type it in. But everyone knows Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. Uh, this is a nice little remix of it. So I actually saw Marvin Gaye. Someone had posted this this video on Twitter where it was uh, actually shit. I don't even know if it was him now. Hang on. Let me go find it. Sorry. Carry on. My was bad. it the NBA All-Star Game? Him singing the National Anthem? Because that no. is the best. No, it was not. Let me see, let me hang on a second. I'll just shut up. You'll edit this out in post, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> what do you got for us this week, Fluffy? We'll come back to Marvin Gaye shortly. Uh, so uh, this week I'm uh, I'm not going to bring hip hop to the table. Um, I was uh, trying to think of uh, who I wanted to add. Um, and I got on a NoFX kick while listening to music, and I decided to go with NoFX's Scene Double at the Triple Rock. Um, the Triple Rock is a famous punk rock club in Minnesota that is no more. Uh, they actually got rid of it, I think, sometime last year. Um, but it was, it was a pretty rad place. Like, all the, all the big punk rock bands would come through there, and, uh, I think the song fits it fits it pretty uh, pretty well. So the video is hilarious. Like if you have time uh, and you like the song, check out the music video. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, get a little no effects on the playlist. Uh, there will be more, but I figured uh, you know one about Minnesota and uh, a club that used to be that that was a good time. It's worth it to throw on there. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, I found the video by the way. It was I heard it through the grapevine, but they uh, they isolated the vocals. Man, that fucking dude could sing. Yes, he could. Unfortunately, his father was crazy. Who Marvin Gaye's? Yeah. I'll take but your word for it. I I, I don't know where he, what you're. It's gonna be like uh, like behind the music. Is that what we're doing right now? Uh, you guys don't know how Marvin Gaye died, did you? No. Oh, okay, because he was uh, shot by his dad. Oh, that sucks, dude. So, uh, yeah, his dad was crazy. I guess is what I was going with there. Yeah. I guess he had to know a little bit of the biography of Marvin Gaye <laughs> to uh, follow my line of thought. So, sorry about that. Um, So, we had our good friend uh, Phoenix. He gave us a slew of emails again of beer reviews. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. So uh, I have a couple on here. He actually has an Innocent Gun beer review, too, which is, I know that's, uh, Stu, I know you like that, man. Yeah, I do. Um, This first one, this first one is, uh, we'll read it. We'll just go in chronological order. We'll uh, we'll save some of the other ones for future weeks. Um, So he says, it's been a while since I've had any beers worth reviewing for you guys, but for my birthday, my wife and I went out, uh, built a six-pack, which includes four of the four beers I've never had. Um, Great Lakes Conway Irish Ale. Two different descriptions. I couldn't pick one or the other. One, it's a slightly bitter start with a hint of Irish coffee cream finish. Two, it starts with almost a citrus, maybe grapefruit-style tingle on your tongue, and it's washed away by sweet cream. It's not something I drink all the time, but I do think I'll be picking this up again. Five out of five, drunkish Irishman. 
drunk in Irishman. Well, yeah, those Great cream beers. Great things. Those cream beers are very uh, hit or miss, you know? Like, especially on how many you can drink. But sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything this week, Mr. Nips? Uh, no, I got an email from Bearded. Uh, oh, I want to hear sent it. Sent us in a uh, thing. It's apparently a big uh, Innocent Gun week, uh, or Gun and Innis, since uh, Stu's on the show, and he knew ahead of time. So, hello, you fine specimens. This week, I found a limited edition beer so special they sold it in its own box. But let's face it, it wasn't the best box. In fact, it was just thin cardboard box, but still very special. Uh, <laughs> the Scottish Brewery Gun and Innes' Toasted Oak IPA. Toasted Oak IPA takes you back to when the classic British IPA was born. It's lightly hopped with floral bitterness, balanced by sweetness from a pale, from the pale malt. Oak was oak to add a depth of flavor uniquely found in the original IPAs of the 1980s. This was a nice, clean, and tasty beer. The hops weren't so strong, and the aftertaste weren't too bitter. All around, good beer. If you see it, give it a try. I'm away in Herefordshire again this now to the week, so I'll see if I can find a local beer again for next week's review. Keep up the great work, and much love to you and the listeners. Bit dead. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that other people are out there drinking beer, because I still have... Had two drinks since January 7th, uh, so... That's okay. We all chug, understand. Chugging along in the weight loss competition, though. Me too, man. Me too. I, uh, I've i definitely been light on the beers, um, but today we did break out a beer. And this thing's a beast. I mean, this is like wine bottle big. Uh, For everyone who's listening, Fluffy actually decided to bring a visual prop. Yeah, yeah. To hold so up the I'm, I'm I'm holding the wine bottle right now. Um, yeah, so it's it's known to our listeners that I am not a big sour beer drinker. Uh, the other day, one of my buddies came over and um, he brought with this uh, sour, and he loves sour beers. So I was like, "Oh, awesome, a sour!" I put it in my fridge, and in the back of my head, I'm kind of going, uh, "They aren't really my cup of tea, but we'll give it a try." So this is Cascade Cascade Brewings, and this is their Noyo, um, which is a Northwest style sour ale. It's aged in oak barrels with raspberries and apricot apricot Noyo, and um, Noyo is the plural for Noyu, and Noyu being the stone of a fruit. So it's like the center part of the seed inside the apricot is what they use to season this beer, which is kind of cool. Um, so I thought I, I went on their website and I actually thought this was worth, um, reading because it's, it's kind of cool, like how they make this. So, um, Noyo is a blend of sour blonde ales aged in white wine barrels for 24 months with fresh raspberries and apricot Noyo, noyo, um, offering a complex bouquet of raspberry fruit, rose petals, toasted almonds, and soft perfume notes. The Noyo nut can be found inside the apricot pit, which we take from fresh whole apricots we use in making the Cascade Brewing Apricot. And I thought that was cool because they make an apricot beer 
and instead of throwing the nuts away, they saved them and then made this sour with the piece of the fruit that they weren't using for the other beer. And that's cool, man. That's like, that's cool as hell that they did that. How is the beer? It is the first sour I've ever liked. Well, that's probably it, it, a good thing. Yeah, it it was it was um dude, it was fucking sour. Like both uh Debbie and I took a sip, like we split this, and we both t- took a sip right around the same time we we're like, holy shit. <laughs> like I was not expecting to like it was like it was like I took a big bite of lemon or some shit, you know, like my whole face just felt like it puckered. Um but like it really like grew on me, man. Like it was it was a very enjoyable beer. Like I'm really happy my buddy brought this over for me. Uh, I think it's opened up my palate to try more sours in the future. Exciting. There's a place down here that sells only sour beers. We can go there next time you come. I will be open to it. Next time I come, I'm down, man. I'm down. I've I've had a good sour. That's all it takes is one good sample. So cool. Stu, how about you, man? You uh, you have any beers or wines that you've been drinking lately? Nope. Wintertime, I don't really drink very many beers. Uh, yep. it's, it, for whatever reason, it's just it's a summer kind of thing for me. It's not a, I'm not a big beer guy. And with my wife being pregnant, uh, I haven't had any wine in the house in over a month and a half, close to two months. I just... I felt like a bit of a sack of shit. I'd be like, oh, this one's really good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know. Plus, when you look at it and you're like, oh, three quarters of that bottle is done. And you realize it's just you sitting here at dinner. Like, you know. So I, I, I actually haven't had uh, any wine in the house for a couple months. Just if we go out for dinner or something. Good for you, man, though. Like, knowing that it's like... Because she likes... I know you've talked about before, you guys drink wine together, so... Oh, she enjoys her vino. Yeah, I'd dude. Just so like that, that. Yeah, that's cool, man. I totally get that. Like, just, you know, just wait until she can enjoy it with you. I still... I still, I keep thinking about Christmas. Uh, Christmas Eve, actually, at my parents' house. My parents had got a bunch of oysters as appetizers, and she loves oysters. Well, can't have raw fish. And they yeah. love their wine at my parents' house, too. So they had all this fantastic wine and these oysters and... This poor girl, she's just sitting there, she's like, fuck, I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> did she, did they know at that point, or was oh, it yeah. still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, like, it's not like that's all that there was, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. still, when, when you can't have something that's all you want, mm-hmm. and I might have ate, like, two dozen oysters that day, because you can't keep <laughs> them for the next day, and everybody right, else stopped done. eating them. It was me and my brother-in-law, we were like, all right, I guess, if, if we have to. I, I remember uh, I remember my wife breaking down um, because she couldn't have Jimmy John's and she loves sandwiches and like I think I think we like some pe- we went somewhere and they had ordered sandwiches or something like that and then you know they didn't realize that like pregnant people aren't really supposed to eat like lunch meat because of the nitrates and uh, yeah that can be hard man it sucks especially if it's something that you really like well. As soon as as soon as we have the opportunity after the baby's born, uh, I'm gonna make sure that we take time to go somewhere that has oysters and just go to town because we we both really like those. So awesome! 
Make sure to leave the kids with the grandparents for the night and maybe rent a, yeah, rent a gonna, hotel room downtown. It's going to take a while because, you know, there's a... Uh, yeah. There's, there's, yeah a, the, there's a... The well is closed for business. Yeah, you got you to gotta rebuild. You got to rebuild the barn. <laughs> a tornado came by and a lot of the sides have just been blown out. So, uh... <laughs> oh, the miracles of birth. Um, awesome, man. <laughs> so i uh i think that's all i got guys <laughs> always leave them wanting more fluffy <laughs> oh this has been your weekly uh throwing the pin down the uh the well segment of potato thumbs um this will not be a weekly segment okay monthly i can't stop you Okay, awesome. I like it. Uh, no, I think that I think that's all I got, man. Nips, you got anything else? Nope. Thank you for joining us tonight, Stu. Yeah, thanks yeah, for man. having me, fellas. It was fun. Yeah, it was awesome, Ben. I'm glad that it all worked out the way it did. So, if people want to find you, uh, where can they find you? And uh, they should want to find, find you. This, you can uh, you can uh, find me on this podcast called Distinguished Gentlemen. Uh, I'm sure most of your listeners have heard of us. If not, they should. You can find us everywhere good podcasts are and bad podcasts too, like uh, you know Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Distinguished Gentlemen Podcast. Yeah. You, uh, when you go back and when you guys record this week, you should talk to Justin, man. I bet, I bet uh, if you guys start doing a playlist like we do, um, people would probably be into that. I'll suggest the idea, but he. Um, Man, I hope he doesn't hear this. He kind of runs things with an iron fist. You know, he's uh, he's not really open to suggestions. He's really like a my way or the highway kind of guy. And uh, yeah, you know, I I I don't know that not a lot of people know this, but um, he uh, he had me in tears a couple times the first time we recorded. Like I oh. didn't realize how much editing like he does, and like you know, like like where he'll just like kind of stop the show like mid show and really like put the guest in their place and then continue on. So, um, man, he's even worse when, when there is no guest, it's like, yeah, you know, he comes across as this nice guy and <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't say anymore. He's, if he listens, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I'm like, I like that Ricky show. St. Huggins guy. That Ricky St. Huggins guy is a real nice dude. <laughs> Uh, I only okay. listen to Distinguished Gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um so yeah, we're I'm sorry. We can find you on a podcast. Uh anywhere else that we can find you? Yeah, Twitter <laughs> at Stugato S T U underscore G A T Z O. Don't forget the underscore. One of yes, my favorite I follows. Ju- I just wanted to fucking do that. That's the only reason I followed up with that question. Okay. Uh Nips. <laughs> <laughs> Where could we find you? On Twitter at Admiral Dips. My fucking face hurts from smiling. Uh, I'm Fluffy Fingers MD. This is Potato Thumbs Podcast. Thank you to Phoenix and Absolute Zero uh, for the email questions. Thank you everyone on Twitter and in Discord for all the questions. Uh, we we appreciate it and the beer reviews. Um, it means a lot, guys. So keep sending shit our way. I appreciate you guys creating content for us. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is really hard. 
Uh, this is we're like the dirty jobs of Comedy Central. Um, send us things to do. We can only steal so many bits from other podcasts before it gets old. <laughs> so <laughs> we need your help. Uh, okay. Well, have a good night. Talk to you guys later. This podcast is over. <laughs>